Hello, my name is DJ Bongo Boy. Unfortunately, this week and next week, your regular hosts are otherwise engaged, I'm afraid, dear listener. There's a lot of filing and admin work to be done here on the Moonbase, you know, every once in a while. So what we thought we'd do is, rather than leave you in despair, dear listener, for two weeks, what we'd do is uh, reach deep into the archives and uh, represent a couple of uh, shows that originally went out on uh, radio. So for this first bonus edition of the show, we're stretching back to April 2008. A few days after, myself and uh, regular correspondent uh, Space Disco Jeff had been very lucky enough to see... uh, the great Argentinian composer Lalo Schifrin in action so we thought at that time we would do a show uh, dedicated to the great man and one of the other nice things about the radio show was that it was actually twice the length of the modern day podcast so you've got a whole two hours of uh, a Lalo dominated show to enjoy dear listener so sit back and enjoy Mr Lalo Schifrin Gentlemen, welcome aboard. It is Project Moonbase with you once again. Tonight's featured artist is the great Boris Claudio Schifrin, <laughs> known to his friends and fans as Lalo. Lalo. So we're bringing you lots of uh, great soundtrack music by Mr. Schifrin. Uh, the reason for our featuring him this evening is he was in the UK this week on Thursday night and I had the privilege of uh, seeing him in action. It's really just a stupendous gig. Of which more later on. In between uh, bits of Mr Schifrin, we'll be uh, bringing you a selection of... Uh, Intriguing news stories. Would you like to tell us, Mr. MC Zaconin, what we can look forward to this evening? Well, amongst others, we'll be looking at Lederhosen, the, the new high tech version, the tea cake tax, and bling water. We look forward to it. We're going to kick off the show, though, with uh, a tune written by Lalo Schifrin, uh, tonight's featured artist, but uh, done by another one of our heroes, uh, Mr. Dick Hyman, the great keyboard player. play his version now of uh, Lalo's theme to the film The Liquidator, which came out in 1965. And this hails from the same time. So let's hear Mr. Dick Hyman now doing it The Liquidator.
The great sound there of uh, Mr. Francesco Di Massi and his friend A. Alessandroni from uh, from an album that, or a compilation that came out a good few years ago now, a collection, a three-volume set uh, called Beat at Cinecita, collecting uh, together lots of Italian uh, movies, soundtrack music. It has to be said, lots of slightly risque Italian movie soundtracks, but... Uh, we don't need to, you know, we can disregard put that, put that to one side and enjoy the, the music. The CD is good, clean fun. <laughs> no danger fun. of seeing anything no, that no. will deprave or corrupt no, you there. absolutely. Yeah. Fantastic music. And preceded by, as we, as um, Zaconomy was observing while we were listening to the wonderful Mr Dick Hyman there. Yes, Dick doesn't disappoint, Dick does Dick does not disappoint. No, an incredible version Marvelous. of an incredible tune, really, by Mr Schifrin. That was uh, Dick Hyman. And yes, I was down in London this week uh, for a couple of days, mainly to see uh, Mr Schifrin, but uh, which more shortly. But uh, I did also manage to get into a few record shops while I was down there, and I'm, I was pleased with a few things I picked up. I'll be playing a couple of those this evening and over the coming weeks. But uh, the next track actually comes from one of my happiest acquisitions. <laughs> it's actually an album that we've played tracks from before that uh, Fuzz has, uh, has a copy of, and, I, and he's kind of turned, turned us on to the whole re- uh, recording singing career of Mr Bill Cosby. Oh, wow. <laughs> and this is... Uh, Heady stuff. Yeah, I don't think he's released that many uh, albums with him singing on, and this is one of them. Not enough. Not enough. Clearly. Not enough. Yeah. Uh, this is an album called Hooray for the Salvation Army Band, which we've, we've played that track uh, from before. It's put a bizarre cover with Bill looking quite youthful with a large moustache, an orange, an orange waistcoat with studs, no shirt and a tie, just sort of glaring slightly menacingly at a traffic meter <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> holding, a, holding what looks like a tea bag. Obviously, the man has not—he's not had his morning cup of. Uh, oh, I see, right? Yeah, morning cup of yeah. PG tips or right, something. Yeah, it's all hooking together there somehow, falling into place. There's also a little kind of thumbnail picture of his first uh, album on the back, which was quite comical. Silver well. throat. <laughs> it's, it looks like a Mexican. He's got a, a sombrero and a large <laughs> moustache. We'll it's a good to, look. Yeah, we're, we're going to. We'll have to try and track down a copy of Silver Throat. I'm sure that's uh, worth having as well. Anyway, is. I was very happy to to finally uh, get a copy of this. It's a great album. So we're going to hear a uh, a very groovy little number from that um, now by the name of Funky North Philadelphia. Where apparently everything is funky, as you'll soon find out. Funky, funky pad. Open the door, get a whiff of the smell of all the food. 
cooked in all them greens, black eyed peas, fried chicken, fried fish, and everything. In the next room, there's a bed, name of the bed, funky, funky bed. Play that on in my funky, funky party. stuff the sound of <laughs> mr cosby in action there i i'd like to throw out a uh, a sort of dare to the audience if you can find another another song which contains a funky staircase please email especially us. one that leads to a funky saxophone solo and a funky pad <laughs> and a funky pad i doubt there's another song in existence with well, let's a know. funky you, staircase you can get in touch with us anytime you like uh, you can ring us up using the telephone using 0131 555 you can send text messages to 0774 or you can send us interweb email courtesy of studio at leithfm.co.uk, studio at leithfm.co.uk. We'll happily take request dedications, or as as uh, was just saying, are there any tip-offs about other songs mentioning funky staircases? Or just other good songs. Or other good songs. As long as they have something to do with Staircase. Indeed. But in the meantime, I think it's uh, only fitting that we head straight over to the news desk. Yes, in a rather bizarre turn of events this week, I just discovered from Engadget about uh, Paro, P-A-R-O. It looks like a cuddly toy seal, but it is in fact a cuddly robot seal. <laughs> and uh, it's not in relation to Plio, is it? It isn't. No, mm. it's a, a therapeutic robo pet from Japan, of course. It's the uh, it is the world's most soothing robot, according to the Guinness Book of World Records. Is there a, is there a scale of soothing robots? Well, it, let's put it like this: it's more soothing than Elmo making death threats. <laughs> That's true, actually. Yeah, that is true. There's even an upcoming movie documentary about Paro called, rather ominously, Mechanical Love, (laughs) which you'll be relieved to hear shows Paro helping Alzheimer's patients and others in need of a furry friend in a nursing facility. I was worried it might be an 18 certificate movie there for a minute, but hopefully not. He's he's helping people with his (laughs) robot cuddliness. Rather strange. Yes. That's something I found out about on Engadget, something I found out about on Boing Boing. If you're worried that your lederhosen just aren't technologically advanced enough, and I, I'm sure there must be some of you out there who are... I wake every morning with that thought. You're yes. nodding. You're nodding sagely. You too have wondered, wondered this. Don't worry, because a German company, Loddenfree, have created a pair of high-tech lederhosen with built-in iPod controls. Presumably so you can control the volume of your umpapa while you uh, yodel along to it. What a marvellous idea. They're not, called well the, they're not called the eye-hosen, are they, by any chance? Oh, I w- that would be funny if they were. They're not, tragically. But the Germans aren't really renowned for this. You know, in terms of humour, are they? <laughs> no. Anyway, moving on. <clears throat> oh, and um, 
We have mentioned Laika before, the uh, first Russian cosmonaut or dogmonaut. Dogmonaut, yes. 1957, Laika became the first living creature to orbit the Earth, and now the space dog has a statue near Moscow's Military Medicine Institute. Hurrah. Are they nice? That's fine. Well done. It's taken them a while, though, but well done. A while. Yes. Not going to bring her back from the dead or anything? No, you know, true, she be dead, be, but yeah, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Yes, if you, could, if you read the subtitles, you'll know what uh, Zuccani <laughs> <laughs> why, why, like a why? <laughs> marvellous, marvellous. Yes, uh, plenty more news from the news desk in about a quarter of an hour's time or so, thereabouts. Uh, do tune in for more of that. Uh, I'd like to keep you informed here on Project Moonbase. And if you want to find out more information about the music we're playing or the news stories we're bringing in this evening, you can go to projectmoonbase.com within a day or two of the broadcast. And we'll have all the links up there uh, for the, the music and the news, should you wish to investigate further. Yes, uh, this evening we're featuring the work very heavily of Mr. Lalo Schifrin. As I say, I saw him in action. How oh, was he? He was magnificent. He was, uh, he was, it was great to see. He was, a, he was, a, he's a living legend. But uh, he was, he was. I have to say, he was quite frail. He was a little okay. frail, um, which I suppose isn't surprising for a man in his seventies. But um, he should have got one of those. Uh, what are they called? You know, the wheel. Oh, Segway. The Segway. Segway. That would have been a suitably easy it listening would, style yes. way of getting from piano to. Uh, Yes, it, it was podium. slightly strange because he did insist on. I mean, he was obviously wants to play the piano and he obviously wants to conduct the orchestra. So he kind of put himself through this slightly tortuous process of going from one to the other. And every time we, the whole audience kind of was holding its breath, wondering whether is he going to make it? Is he going to make it? Oh. He did make it. He did make Good. it. There was no, there were no incidents. And how was he when he when he got to the piano? Oh, uh, at the piano, yeah, we, uh, that was the other amazing thing. It's like you know, you see see this chap, and as I say, he was worryingly frail when he was moving around. But when he got to the keyboard, he was he was he was on he was on fire. Was he it was like a gazelle? Like- <laughs> Young gazelles <laughs> leaping up and down the keys. It was it was great, oh, great to marvellous. see, and it was a fantastic evening because he played a selection of um, well, a mixture of uh, with the whole thing was part of this Latin festival called La Linea, which is on in, in London at the moment. But um, they asked him to come and do a, a selection of kind of Latin uh, tunes predominantly. But um, so he was doing like his own arrangements of various things by you know via via Lobos and uh, Gil Evans and various people. But he also, but they said to him, "Well, oh, since you're here." <laughs> <laughs> do you fancy doing a bit of your film music? <laughs> good, so he good. did. Uh, so we had the Dirty Harry Suite, which was amazing, and then but but, he, but then also we had the uh, theme from Enter the Dragon as well. That was an extraordinary moment, and and of course he couldn't leave the place without doing an encore of Mission Impossible, which was uh, again hearing a, a ninety-piece orchestra with jazz quartet playing. That was quite stirring. It was, was quite it? stirring. Yes, it was quite stirring. The whole place was on its feet after that. Um, Oh, ma- amazing stuff. So, so we're going to be tracking uh, tracking various bits of uh, Schaffron's career this evening. We're going to head back to uh, the mid '60s um, when uh, Lalo was kind of first starting out on his uh, soundtrack career, as it were. Uh, the first kind of soundtrack included probably one of his most famous tunes, actually called "The Cat." So we're we'll hearing the version of "The Cat" later on. But he also did um, the soundtrack to uh, a TV series, which I have to say I don't have a great, particularly strong memories of. Although apparently it ran for eight seasons, called Mannix. Do you remember a series called Mannix, Mr. Conan? I don't. No, it's. Um, I'm not sure it was quite as big over here as it was in the in the US. But um, Lalo Schifrin did this, the the score for. I, I I am familiar with the soundtrack, which is excellent. Yes, a lot of uh, Schifrin soundtrack music is out on uh, his own label called Aleph Records. Uh, we'll put links on the website, but uh, but uh, criminally, a lot of his soundtrack music still hasn't been uh, released. And, and actually, this this uh, track we're going to play from Mannix is a case in point in a way because this was actually recorded in 1999, and the reason for that was because um, he's actually having trouble with licensing or getting hold of his own his own soundtrack rec- recordings. Boo, it's the man. So he's having to go in, and when he can't do when he can't when we can't get the original soundtracks, he's having to go into the studio and re-record them, which is a little bit. Uh, 
sad. Well, it keeps him happy, doesn't it? It keeps him off the street. What's he going to do otherwise? It'll just be bingo, won't it? (laughs) It'll be bingo, yeah. But uh, thankfully, they did this uh, this band that he's got together, the the WDR Big Band. Uh, They they do a fine job. They do a fine job indeed. And we're going to hear now this track from the Mannix uh, soundtrack. Uh, as I say, originally from the mid-60s, but uh, sharpened up in the late 90s. This is a fantastic and incredibly funky little number called Turn Every Stone. Enjoy.
Oh, I say, yes, uh, wonderful stuff there. That was, uh, as you may have gathered, not the original version of uh, Mission, the theme to Mission Impossible, but uh, one of our favourite covers by one of our favourite bands, the German street uh, brass band called Tetere. They certainly gave it their all. They certainly did. Who would have thought, we've learnt something, we've pulled down the walls we have. of, uh, you know, of uh, kind of, uh, you know, shall we say... Predictability. Who would have thought Germans could be so funky? I know. I salute you. A German double bill there, yes. Fantastic stuff, yes. Uh, The Tetere preceded by uh, the WDR big band uh, doing a a tune from the Mannix uh, soundtrack. Whenever I say that, I always want to qualify it, in case anyone thinks I'm talking about the Mannix Street Bridges. I thought the same. Just have to issue a little disclaimer there. Nothing to do, nothing to do with those those Welsh uh, doom-laden... (laughs) M-A-N-N-I-X. Yes. Yeah, a track called Turn Every Stone. Fantastic stuff, fantastic stuff. You're listening to Project Moonbase on EFM 98.8. We are here for another hour and a half. And if you do want to get in touch with this at any point, you can do. You can give us a ring at 0131 or send us a text to 077-488-776. That's 077-488-776. Or you can send emails to studio at leithfm.co.uk. Studio at leithfm.co.uk. Reach out to us, listeners. Reach, reach out to reach us. Out. And we're going to be playing, uh, as you might gather, most of the show is informed by the music and sound of Mr. Schifrin this evening, and I'm making no apologies for that because he's a, a genius. Uh, but we're going to play now a couple of, uh, well, at least, uh, play a tune by a, another one of our favourite artists doing something in a very Schifrin-esque style, and we'll be doing, doing that a couple of times this evening, playing music that's not by or anything to do with Schifrin directly, but it's obviously heavily inspired by his, uh, his, his style. Uh, so we're going to play a track now from uh, a, a chap by the name of Mr. Sean Lee, who are regular listeners will know we like to, to feature on the show, uh, from an album that came out in 2006 um, called Strings and Things. as a rather unfortunately corny and stupid title, I have to say, of Miso Horny, part oh, well. one and two. Never mind. Moving on. <laughs> Spelt M-I-S-O, Horny, part one and two. See, there's a pun there. Oh, clever. Yeah. Anyway, let's, uh, let's put that to my side. Let's enjoy the sound of Mr. Sean Lee.
amazing stuff there. Great, great music there from Mr. Sean Lee from his album Strings and Things, which uh, I highly recommend. Uh, you get highly recommend you get any of his recent albums. He's, he's been pumping out about at least three or four albums a year for the last few years, and they're all cracking tunes. So uh, muscular. <laughs> that was certainly quite robust. Wordplay nil. Music, <laughs> full marks. <laughs> Yes, absolutely. Yes, uh, less of the corny title, Sean, on the, ne- on the next album, but music's fantastic. You are listening to our project, Moonbus on Ether Firm 98.8, and with no further ado, it is time to see what MC Zirconium has dug up from around the interweb in the news corner. <laughs> I bring you news of a great injustice. The chocolate tea cake was wrongly classified as a biscuit for two decades. A rookie mistake, an obvious (laughs) rookie mistake. This is the... uh, A chocolate tea cake, also known as a Tunnock's tea cake. Although other forms of tea cake are available. Other forms of tea cake do exist, and we don't suggest that you concentrate your affection for tea cakes only on that brand. But the chocolate tea cake was wrongly classified as a biscuit for two decades. The UK Treasury is facing a £3.5 million uh, bill. How does it feel, eh? How does it feel? (laughs) The tables are turned. Because uh, VAT was wrongly imposed on the Marks & Spencer tea cake, the European Court of Justice has ruled... Uh, customers paid VAT for 20 years before the authorities accepted the product was a cake which does not command VAT. The UK government argued that paying back the total sum would unjustly enrich Marks and Spencers as uh, customers had paid the money. Well, I'd say the UK government has been unjustly enriching itself, hasn't it? <laughs> we demand a rebate. <laughs> give us our citizens, yes. Give us our tea cake tax back. Yeah, exactly. I, mean, I like <laughs> the fact that it's like, oh, but they're un- that giving the money back would be unjusting, <laughs> unjustly enriched. Well, oh, hold on, me. it works both ways, doesn't <laughs> it? Anyway, another new we'll, fight the good fight. We'll bring we should, you le- any new any developments in that story, ladies and gentlemen. What we need to do is get a tea cake on a T-shirt and just have fight the tea cake tax. <laughs> we Give me my money back, Gordon. Absolutely. You may uh, remember the Zune guy. Uh, as somebody, uh, you may uh, be asking yourself, what on earth is a Zune? Well, it's it's Microsoft's uh, MP3 player, isn't it? Mm. Their music player. Yes. Their uh, iPod-like there music the player. iPod, yes. Yeah. Well, the Zune guy is a gentleman so taken with the Microsoft Zune music player, he uh, had himself tattooed with the Zune logo. Uh, always a good move, I think. <laughs> yes. Always a good move to tattoo yeah. yourself with a, te- with a product which is going to go out of date quite soon, probably. <laughs> uh, he was also talking of changing his name to Microsoft Zune. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's why I'd call taking dedication a step too far. It is. The plan was put on hold when he thought it was going to cost $500. Further investigation, he discovered it. he only needed $150, so now he's keen to do it again. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, there is a chance that his name change might be denied. But I cer- I'd certainly think long and hard if I was him. Maybe have a chat with Mr. 8-Track. Or uh, yeah. Mr. 8-Track Machine from Rhode Island or Mrs. Commodore Vic-20 <laughs> of Portland, Maine or Jeremy Speak and Spell, <laughs> Celia Spirograph and, of course, well, they're all out there. The George, Mr. George Foreman. <laughs> oh. How he's been cursed. So cursed was George that he had to actually just start promoting the <laughs> grill. grill. He had no choice. But, uh, you know, 
Uh, just think on before before naming yourself after a, p- a piece of soon-to-be-forgotten technology. There's a lesson for everyone there. Yes, we'd like to we'd like to help you on on you know the road to righteousness here on, on Project Moonbase. Yes. I mean, enthusiasm is one thing, but steady on. <laughs> you really want people calling you Zoo, Mr. Zoon? No, no, silly, no. silly. Yes, marvellous. Thank you for that, MC Zukanim, and You're I'm welcome. sure there'll be plenty more of that uh, later on the show. We're bringing you more news shortly. And uh, yes, uh, now we're going to play a track uh, from a CD we featured uh, a couple of tracks from last week, actually, on the show, a brand new uh, uh, compilation. So as usual with Project Mimbos, it's a mix of the very new and the very old, which is what the best kind of <laughs> best kind of music, really. Uh, this is a great... Uh, Just com- like you, now you've had that... Uh, <laughs> That's right. That implant, the heart... <laughs> what is it, the heart monitor? No. <laughs> the pacemaker, no, no, no. Joking, ladies and gentlemen. I'm in full, full fitness. <laughs> well, maybe not, actually. I don't feel like it. This is a new uh, a compilation of library music that's come out on... Uh, well, actually, back to Germany again. Yeah. Germany. It's a bit of a German evening this evening. I wasn't intending that, but well, it's amazing how these things pan out. This is a German label by the name of uh, Pop-Up Records. We have a division called Show-Up Records. And they put out this compilation of uh, a label called Themes International, which itself was an offshoot of KPM. So there we are. There was Good all sorts gracious. Of, <laughs> it's a complicated story. And I should probably stop telling that story right now. This is a, a wonderful track. And again, we're trying to fit things into the mood of the, the Schifrin kind of stylings this evening. So this is a Mr. One of, another one of our heroes, Mr. Alan Hawkshaw, doing a track called The Investigator.
Fantastic stuff there. That was Mr. Alan Hawkshaw, um, another one of our heroes, doing a, a, a fine tune of his own composition there called The Investigator. That was glorious stuff from this new album, a uh, compilation called Dramatic Funk Themes, Volume 1. I think that might be another candidate for the soundtrack T-shirt that we were talking about last week. <laughs> yes, I think you're right there. Yeah, that would personal that, soundtrack that would fit in rather well. It would. Yes, yes. We'll have to, we'll have to, we'll, we'll, we still haven't heard any more on that. One. As soon as, as soon as we manage to get some of these T-shirts, we'll. I, uh, oh, sorry. Or have you heard any more? No, no. I'd just like to say, as soon as they work it out, I'd like to have one of those play that tune mm. and possibly nibble defiantly on a tea cake <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> All these things can be done. Yeah. So all these things can be done. Marvellous. Yes, so uh, as I say, this is Project Members on LethalFM 98.8. If you want to get in touch, you can anytime. Studio at lethalfm.co.uk is the email address. 01315550446 is the telephone number. And you can send text messages to 077488 That's 077488 and if you want to find out more information about any of the music or the news stories we're bringing you this evening, go to projectmoonbase.com within the next day or two, and we'll have all the links up there for you to explore further. Now, as I say, this evening we're featuring the work of Mr. Lalo Schifrin fairly heavily, in one way or another. And uh, so you might be wondering why I'm now going to mention that I went to see Portishead last night. <laughs> what an amazing life it's you been, lead. It's been a bit of a week this week. Um, it's been for, for kind of seeing some uh, extraordinary performances. Uh, I, I suspect some of our listeners will have probably been there last night to... Because uh, obviously Portishead exploring very similar territory in many ways, and the, the kind of music we explore here on Moonbase, retrofuturistic music, one kind or another. It was a magnificent, uh, magnificent show. Um, mostly, I was just dominated by tracks on the new album Third, which hasn't actually come out yet, but it's due out in the next, I think, the next couple of weeks. Um, but they played lots of uh, stuff from their other two albums. <laughs> I guess they had to really, <laughs> since yes. they only had the three albums out. But uh, it was it was fantastic to hear this uh, that, that those those kind of uh, classic tunes played out through an enormous PA and uh, had had a great uh, stage presence and a really great sort of back projection system which had had kind of effects that made it look like an old Doctor Who episode. It was very good. <laughs> uh, there's actually um, I'll put a post uh, on our website on the Project Moonbase website because uh, Portis has probably know this already, but um, there's a, they have actually recorded a kind of. A, a set of seven songs, them them doing sort of seven songs, as it were, live, uh, but without an audience, just them in a room, basically playing these seven tunes. And uh, there's a video of that which is available. Uh, it's, uh, I'll put a link to that uh, on our website, but you'd probably get to it through the Portishead website directly. And uh, the connection to Lalo Schifrin, of course, is that uh, they are obviously fans of Lalo Schifrin, and we know this because uh, uh, they featured uh, one of Mr Schifrin's tunes fairly heavily uh, in a tune of theirs called Sour Times, Typically, a Portishead title for a tune. Mm. <laughs> uh, Bristol, Bristol, Bristol. Ah, welcome to sunny Bristol. Uh, yes, uh, on their first album, their tune Sound Times, which uh, was essentially um, a, a sampled fairly heavily. Similar. Similar. And if Portishead's out there, Portishead fans out there will we'll probably recognise this. So we're, we're, since we're doing uh, a lot of shift for tribute this evening, and since Portishead were in uh, Edinburgh uh, last night, it seems a beautiful moment to bring the two together. So we're going to play... Uh, play this track now which is called The Danube Incident from a, a, a compilation of Mission Impossible uh, music this is Mr Lionel Schifrin
daydream I fell asleep amid the flowers For a couple of hours On a beautiful day Daydreams I dream of you amid the flowers For a couple of hours Such a beautiful day I dream of the places I've been with you Always sad in the street flowing by And then when I kissed you and held you so near Tell me why, tell me why you're so shy Daydream, I fell asleep amid the flowers heavenly sound there of the Gunter Kalman Choir from 1970. Is that German as well? I think it is. What's yeah. going on? What's going on? It's a conspiracy. <laughs> yes. uh, D- uh, DJ uh, Bongobo was just telling me during the break but that he was overcome with emotion at the recent uh, Head gig. <laughs> so overcome that he thought he might do some something foolish and then he looked around and saw a sign. Yes, I was tempted to uh, to run run onto the stage and uh, to... Uh, fling myself off but I read a, looked at the sign at the, on the wall of the corn exchange and it said uh, strictly no crowd surfing I imagine Portishead are plagued <laughs> by that you know it's funny whenever I listen to Portishead I always think oh I must go out and surf some crowd yes <laughs> I just get a red mist I don't know usually I'll wake up in somewhere like Doncaster or <laughs> Clitheroe <laughs> Yeah, that was quite uh, comical. I don't know quite why they felt the need to put this on. I didn't have to say... Well, maybe it's happened before. I have to say it worked. 
<laughs> there was Did nobody it? crowd surfing. <laughs> nobody crowd surfing, which is good. Very, you know, safety conscious. Excellent. Yes, uh, and before anyone writes in, I know that wasn't the actual orig- origin of <clears throat> the Portishead tune, uh, Glory Box. That was all together. I think it was an Isaac Hayes tune, actually, but uh, similar. Similar enough to <laughs> thought, uh, squeeze it. And also, it was another record I picked up on my trip to London this week, so that was a, a beautiful little coincidence there. It's all fitting together seamlessly this evening. Isn't it? It is incredible. You're listening to Project Moonbase on Lethal FM 98.8. Uh, we are here for just over another hour or so. There's another connection into the world of Portishead, actually. Though, on, the, on, the, on, the, on the album, the live album they recorded in New York, uh, I think the only live album they've done, uh, they had a, they managed to secure the talents of the wonderful uh, library music composer Nick Ingman uh, to do their uh, to do their string arrangements for that particular uh, album and video if you've or DVD I should say in this day and age. <laughs> uh, so I thought, well, another slightly tenuous connection, but um, we always like uh, an excuse to play uh, sing Nick Ingman. So this is a Nick Ingman compilation, uh, sorry, composition from an album called uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind and Other Disco Galactic Themes, which we have featured on the show before. Of course, uh, with un- a title like that. Under the, under the leadership of uh, Mr. Jeff Love. <laughs> this is a wonderful, slightly uh, odd title as well. It's a, a Nick Ingman composition by the name of Solar Sailor. Nice.
Groovy, and it has to be slightly Schifferin-esque sounds there from uh, the collaboration, I suppose, between Jeff Love at the Conductor's Baton and Nick Ingman writing the music. Uh, as I say, wonderful stuff there by the name of Solar Sailor. It comes from this album, which is supposed to be a compilation of uh, theme tunes for science fiction, TV and films, but um, I have to say I can't recall a film or a TV series called Solar Sailor. <laughs> so no. I suspect that might be just one of these little inserts that they thought, oh, we'll have a couple of original compositions in there as well. Well, but, it was uh, very, it was delightful. It was. Fantastic. You're listening to uh, Project Moonbase on uh, Lethal Fan. Let's head over to the news desk. Ah, lovely. That's my song. <laughs> Over here, drinking a lot is a good way to get a headache and possibly cirrhosis of the liver. In Japan, it gets you a free robot. Uh, Japanese brewery Suntory is giving away robots to get the word out about its new health drink, Dakara. <laughs> Two bots are being given away, the Roomba 570, an automated vacuum, and the Suntory original, Zebro, which is a vacuum and also responds to voice commands. Crazy. Very good. Start yes. drinking if you're in Japan. <laughs> strange, strange marketing idea. Yes. It, giving away a vacuum cleaner to <laughs> promote a health drink. I don't really understand, <laughs> but anyway, that's Japan. Yeah, well. City Hire Sheep. This is a story of the city of Turin, Italy, has found a clever way to save money on landscaping its uh, city parks. Officials have recruited two herds of sheep to eat the grass. <laughs> yes, news to some, sheep eat grass. Yes. City officials said the sheep were also employed to trim park lawns last year and expected, are expected to save the city nearly $50,000 in lawn mowing fees. That's good. That's good, uh, isn't it? We should put, uh, put the animal kingdom to more use like what that. Next, we can, yeah. maybe we could employ um, cattle to produce milk. <laughs> write that down. Somebody I write will that do. Down. No, don't. Don't, <laughs> don't steal the idea. <laughs> wow. Great. Crazy. We learn every, something new every time. Have you ever asked yourself, who tall am I? <laughs> Who tall? Who tall am I? Sometimes how tall, not who tall. Who tall. You know when you mark your height on the door frame, the little biro yeah. or something? Yes. I did that the other night. <laughs> well, now it's like you grew up in a house with a bunch of celebrities, uh, war criminals and supermodels. <laughs> okay, it, it isn't. But it's uh, now with the aid of the wall, this uh, who tall are you wall chart, you can simply print it up and paste it up to see how your stature stacks up against... Uh, <laughs> The guy in the Darth Vader suit, David Prowse, <laughs> all right. Boris Yeltsin, or Hitler, of course. Who, what, we all want to know that we're a little bit taller than Hitler, don't we? Makes us feel a little bit better <laughs> yeah. inside. Or you could use it to discover things like um, Jodie Kidd is one centimetre taller than uh, Elvis. Wow. Cameron Diaz and Robert De Niro, same height. And Edith Piaf, shorter than Gary, what you talking about, Willis Coleman. <laughs> You can find out more about that at whotallareyou.com. Gary, sorry, Edith Piaf, shorter than Gary Cole, Coleman. Yeah. Wow. Gary, what are you talking about? Willis yes. Coleman, oh, if you right. don't mind. Yes, sorry, right, yes. Full name, I do, do respect. Yeah, well, well that, that's, that, that could provide you know, a whole evening uh, you know, conversation, really, wouldn't it? Just standing around this kind of post. Okay. Did you know? Did you know? <laughs> that's interesting, that. Yeah, it's fascinating. Marvellous. Mm. Thank you for that, MC Zaccani. You're welcome. <laughs> more, Come back later. More news. More news later on in the show in about a quarter of an hour or so. We'll be bringing you that. Uh, and now we're going to head straight back to the world of Mr. Schifrin, indirectly, as, as we are this evening, featuring his work quite heavily. This is, it comes from an album, again, we've uh, featured on the show in the past. Uh, another one of our heroes, uh, Mr. Calcedo, that fabulous uh, vibes player. 
has really released a lot of fantastic Latin jazz albums over the years, and uh, he did one called uh, Several Shades of Jade. Oh, I've got that. Uh, Lovely. It's a good name. Nice piece of work. It is, and uh, which features uh, Mr. Lalo Schifrin uh, leading the orchestra. Good um, gracious. And he even appears on, I think, one track. But uh, we're going to play a, a, a Schifrin composition uh, on this album, Shades Dead, and it's actually available on CD along with another album called Breeze from the East. It's a rather easy, easy-going album. It is. It, it is. On the... Uh, There's a couple of belters on here, though, and we're going to play one of them now. Rather bizarrely, Breeze from the East is uses, which is, you know, quite a laid-back thing, uses the sort of tsunami... <laughs> Image of a tsunami. The soothing tsunami. <laughs> doesn't quite work, does it? It doesn't it, say really? breeze, does it? It says more devastation. It does, it does rather. Yeah, yes. Well, anyway, we're going we're to feature a track now. As I say, it's a, it's a, a lovely Lalo Schifrin composition called The Fakir, which you can, I think, get on various compilation albums. But, uh, this is where it came from originally, this um, Several Shades of Jade by Cal Chader. It's, uh, it's absolutely amazing.
I say. Possibly the best thing that's been recorded in the last 12 months. Excellent. <laughs> Isn't that your mix? That's my. That's the Bongo Boy extended mix Double. of uh, the theme to Rush Hour 3 by Lalo Schifrin, today's featured artist. The original version of that is about just over a minute long, so which was far too short for such a spectacular piece of music. Mm. So I thought, well, I'll just increase the length of that one slightly. You we'll lucky, enjoy it twice. <laughs> lucky, lucky listeners. <laughs> you happen to be tuned to this station. Nowhere else no. is that available. And if you, if you heard that anywhere else, you'd have to, you'd have to record it and play it back twice. There we are. Uh, we saved you the bother. The service we provide you here on Project Moonbase, marvellous stuff. Uh, and that uh, is fairly easily available because it's a very recent film. I think it only came out last year, didn't it? Uh, fantastic. Yes, uh, you're listening to Project Moonbase at FM. Uh, we are here for another 49 minutes or so until uh, 10 o'clock this evening. I uh, do hope you're enjoying the music. Uh, do feel free to get in touch at any time. You can make request dedications, suggest featured artists for future weeks or tracks that we could play on the show that, we have, that we're neglecting to play. Or just praise. Or just praise, or yes, or wa- wagging fingers, maybe. We, we discourage the wagging finger, but if you wish to wag a finger, you may. You can give us a ring on 0131555 You can send text messages to 077-488-776. That's 077-488-776. Or you can send email to studio at lethafm.co.uk. Now, uh, briefly, I'm going to touch down from uh, from our orbit to hit the real world for a little announcement, uh, which uh, res- local residents may be aware that apparently there are plans afoot uh, to uh, create this thing they're going to be calling Leith Newtown, which apparently is going to be the size of Glenrothes, which is, uh, I'm not sure, <laughs> because you'd have to know how big Glenrothes is to really decide whether that's actually a valuable comparison to make. But anyway, there we are, the size of Glenrothes. If that, if that is of concern to you, you want to know what on earth is going on, and if you want to perhaps uh, make your stand against these proposals, there's a public meeting uh, being held on uh, Tuesday, Tuesday, this coming Tuesday, at the Thomas Wharton Hall behind Leith Library on 28 Ferry Road to discuss the JUMP, Jump, Alternative Proposals for the Redevelopment of Leith Docks into a Leith Newtown. Uh, the meeting starts at half past six and will run until half past eight and everyone is welcome. If you've got any interest at all, uh, I'm sure everyone in Leith will have an interest one way or the other on that particular that particular story, so I'd encourage you to go along there. Uh, but uh, back to the music and uh, now, as regular listeners will know, we like to play a version of that uh, Duke Ellington Juan Tizol classic Caravan. And uh, but there's a, I found a version which I've been wanting to play on the show for weeks and weeks, but I've, I thought I'd save it for the Lalo Schifrin special because it's, uh, it's a version of Caravan um, done in a Mission Impossible style. Really? Yes. As you're about to find out, this is a fantastic band by the name of the Balkan Brass Band. This, this could be this could be our possibly a replacement for our German favourite German brass band, maybe sort of moving to the Balkans for this one. Good gracious. Uh, as I said, Balkan Brass Band for an album of the same name, which uh, came out in 2006. You can get this in digital form, should you wish to go to certain well-known uh, purveyors of such things. Uh, so we're going to hear now the, uh, the fantastic uh, uh, sound of the Balkan Brass Band uh, doing their version of, uh, of Caravan.
Marvelous stuff, absolutely marvelous. You uh, were that, right. <laughs> well, it was, it was, it was uh, the caravan in the style of uh, Mission Impossible. I didn't think such a thing existed. And I was, a, it was a joy to behold. It was almost a, it was almost a mashup, I believe, in the modern parlance. <laughs> that's a, that's what the young folk call those things, isn't it? That's right. Yes, it was rather good. There, yes. We're, say, hip. we're hip. We're, we're hip. Daddy-o. The, we're hip to the mashup here on Project Moon Base. Yes, uh, Borg and Brass Band, fairly easily available in digital and possibly other forms. Uh, wonderful stuff. Uh, yes, this is Project Moonbirds on Ether 98.8. Uh, we are here for another 45, well, just less than 45 minutes or so. And uh, with no further ado, I think it's only fitting that we head in the general direction of MC Zirconium, who I'm sure is poised, waiting to bring us a, an exciting selection of news stories from the Project Moonbase news desk. <laughs> If you find uh, normal water just isn't glitzy enough for your lifestyle, then you might be interested in bling water. (laughs) It comes in a bottle decorated with fake diamonds. Oh, nice. Initially introduced only to hand-selected athletes and actors, bling H2O is now available to the rest of us. It uh, has been seen in the pores of celebrities at various flashy showbiz events, but unlike other hyper-expensive bottled waters like Berg, which is made from ancient Arctic icebergs... Uh, Bling water comes from a somewhat less exotic location, Dandridge, Tennessee. (laughs) Anyway, the frosted glass bottle uses Swartzky crystals to spell out Bling Mm. and is labelled limited edition (laughs) spring water. It sounds sounds exotic and exciting. It is. Sealed with a cork, each 750ml bottle is about £17. What? Yes. (laughs) If you're you're an idiot, that's the bottle for you. That's the one to go for, yeah. In other bling-related news, bling, it's the apocalypse. When uh, when Tom York and Philip Pullman get their way and a <laughs> World War II-style apocalypse descends upon us, 
if you're very, very rich, you wouldn't want to be seen alive in an ordinary gas mask. No. Thankfully, that's where designer Didio Velema, Gucci and Louis Vuitton come in. They have created gas masks made from the finest materials, studded with diamonds, uh, recently shown as part of the luxury show 2008 in Bucharest, Romania. You can see pictures of the, these hilarious creations are the, at are the models, device.com. Are the, can we see models walking down the catwalk wearing gas masks? Well, I assume you would have seen that if you were at the uh, luxury show <laughs> 2008 Bucharest, but you just see the... The very, very shiny, uh, <laughs> you know, diamond and sh- uh, yes. covered yes. gas masks. It's nice, you know. I look forward to donning a full bling survival suit. Be, uh, I, I imagine that is next. That's <laughs> probably next, in the planning stage now. Fantastic. In other news, this is more of a topiary event for the gardeners for the, who listen into the show. Right. A topiary sculpture of Beetle Ringo Starr in the band's home city... Liverpool, in case anybody oh, yes. needs to tell I believe that. that's right, yeah. Has been beheaded by <laughs> vandals or music. Music fans. fans yes. or, or people with a sense of rhythm. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, steady, steady. No, no. <laughs> the feature, which took 18 months to cultivate into the Fab Four, was unveiled at the City South Parkway's tram Transport Exchange last month. Star's head was chopped off, the uh, topiary version. Although I imagine it's about a similar <laughs> consistency to the real thing. I don't know, mostly wood. Uh, uh, Star's head was chopped off, but the rest of the Beatles were untouched. Well, I imagine it was just Paul. You know, he's had a bad time recently with the divorce. He's yeah, probably just he a little a bit. Rough time, yeah. uh, it might have had something to do with the fact that the 67 year old recently said he missed absolutely nothing about the city of Liverpool. What's happened to that famous Liverpudlian sense of humor, eh? <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, yes. Dear, oh dear. Wonderful. Yes, uh, and we thought fitting uh, to uh, to kind of mark that uh, wonderful news story. Because you do have a, a tenuous connection between I do between have a tenuous connection. Again, again, one of the records I was delighted to find in London on my trip down there this week uh, was this great... Uh, it's a, I think it's supposed to be a demonstration album of the ARP uh, uh, electronic synthesizer. From the, and This is an album that's recorded in the mid-70s by this guy called Gordon Langford. Uh, it's a great, great album. There's uh, the fantastic version of Aquarius on there, which we'll, we'll have to play you in uh, future weeks. But um, to connect in with the uh, Ringo Starr story, let's uh, let's hear now his uh, sensitive uh, taking uh, treatment of uh, uh, it's a Beatles classic tune, uh, "Yellow Submarine."
Fantastic stuff there. That was the sound of Piero Piccioni, another one of our heroes, another Italian soundtrack uh, composer. Uh, you can actually, that track actually appears on the same uh, volume of the Bita Cinecitta uh, uh, series we featured at the top of the show, but you can also get that uh, uh, on the Big Lebowski soundtrack too, <laughs> rather strangely. Really? Yes. What an excellent so, film that is. Oh, yes, that's a marvellous film, marvellous film. That's possibly the subject, uh, Cohen Brothers may be a subject of a future show. <laughs> I've had them as a featured mm. artist somehow, trying to make some tenuous connections there. Uh, originally, I think, recorded in uh, 1974 there, Mr. Piero Piccioni, one of the stuff. Um, and and you, you have an even more tenuous connection to uh, Ringo Starr. Yes, we played, uh, we played a Beatles, uh, a rather natty uh, version of Yellow Submarine there by uh, uh, Gordon Langford, but there is, there's another, there's a, there is actually a tenuous connection between Ringo Starr and La tonight's featured artist Lalo Schifrin. It couldn't possibly be that Lalo had Ringo play drums. <laughs> could it? That was, that was never per- going to happen. Perish the thought, no. I can't imagine that ever happening. Lalo. No. I'd really like to play the drums on one of your records, if you don't mind. Uh, maybe it'll happen, maybe it'll happen. I suspect not. No, the connection is, um, uh, there's a movie which I think was in 1980 or 81, something called Caveman, ah, which Caveman. I don't know if any of our listeners were, have seen that. I, I haven't, actually. I'm not sure I'll be rushing to see it, but uh, a film which, in the lead in the lead role, that starred uh, Ringo Starr as a caveman, as the lead caveman. This has got to be made up. Did no, you get this? No. Did you get this off his CV? <laughs> his wish list. I had a starring role in a 1980s film, <laughs> The Caveman. No, apparently it's true. Apparently it's true. And apparently, uh, even perhaps even more bizarrely, Lalo Schifrin did the soundtrack. <laughs> well. Uh, yes, we're all we scratching go. our heads here in the studio. What a strange, strange world we're we live learning. in. We're <laughs> learning. Yes, yes. Uh, maybe we'll treat you to well, some music from that in the future, bro. <laughs> to show if you're really lucky. Uh, anyway, yes. You are listening to uh, Project Moonbase on Ether FM. We've got about just about half an hour of the show to go. Once again, it's uh, possibly whizzed by, but we've certainly got uh, plenty more music and news to bring you between now and then. Uh, so we're going to press on with that now. Uh, we mentioned at the top of the show one of Lalo Schifrin's more famous compositions uh, from the mid 60s. One of the first things he did, actually, when he kind of moved into the world of the soundtrack. Uh, was this wonderful tune called The Cat, probably most famously played by Mr. Jimmy Smith. Um, we have a, a selection of versions of this, including one by Dick Hyman, actually, which is quite good. But uh, we, we'll play a version which I don't think we've played on the show before, actually. This has uh, been provided cur- courtesy of Fuzz, who is hopefully out there somewhere listening. Are you out there, Fuzz? Hello, Fuzz, former musical contributor, and hopefully we'll be re- contributing more over the coming weeks. But anyway, this is one track that uh, he... He let us have a listen to, and it's it's rather good. It's rather quite cheesy, but that's what we like here on, uh, on Project Moonbase. Uh, this is the cheesy sound then of uh, Mr. Mr. Brian Rodwell with his uh, version of the cat. <laughs> Thank you. 
Yes, oh yes, perky. Uh, that was uh, the reason for playing the, that. Uh, of course, uh, do you know the way to San Jose was uh, another one of my acquisitions when I was in London. Um, it's a bit of a strange kind of collision of various people. That was, that was actually Ron Goodwin, 
playing obviously playing a Vacarac tune, um, apparently produced by George Martin, and it says on the back of the album that the leader of the orchestra was David McCallum. <laughs> really? But I, but once again with McCallum, it doesn't actually seem there's nothing on there which indicates quite what he was doing. And I'm it's not just being there; his presence alone I'm is enough. Even, I'm not even sure it's the same David McCallum, but I guess it must be. There I'm can not, only be one. <laughs> there can only be one. Sapphire and steel. <laughs> The Invisible Man. Oh, uh, yeah, so it's all coming back now. Et cetera, et cetera. Yes, his, his, his presence was, was just enough <laughs> was. to lift that tune. Yes, yes, and um, we shall be playing more from uh, more from that. Wonderful. It's a whole album of uh, Ron Goodwin plays Bacharach. <laughs> Got some of good stuff on there. Anyway, you're listening to Project Moonbirds on uh, Leith FM 98.8. We have about 23 minutes to go, but uh, now it's time to head back over directly to the news desk. <laughs> If you are uh, from the olden days, or you're a fan of the goodies, then you might know what a tandem bike is. Although the goodies had more of a thricycle. <laughs> they did, yeah. It took me all day to, uh, to come up with that. That's like good, that. though. I like, that, I like yeah. that. Very good. Just came to me then. Very good. <laughs> uh, watch the magic unfold. Anyway, a tricycle is two bikes joined together, one after the other. Well, now, the Taiwanese inventor Cheng Yugang has created a face-to-face tandem bike. You, uh, you can also rotate the seat so it can be ridden back to back if you choose, if your partner's particularly unattractive, <laughs> perhaps. <laughs> the inventor is currently in discussions with manufacturers to get the product uh, uh, mass produced. And you can, you can actually see a picture of the item at device.com. Yes, we'll put links to all these uh, news stories on the Project Moonbase uh, website after the, oh, in the next day or two after the show. But th- so does this mean that um, you could sort of gaze lovingly into, into your loved one's face while you crashed into a lamppost? Yes, so you the, can combine traffic accidents and, you know, <laughs> gooey-eyed affection. <laughs> yes, it's a great, it's a great idea. Yes, Neither on. of you will be looking where you're going. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Uh, now, time for a little bit of politics. Uh, you may or may not know it's uh, the Italians are having elections, the 62nd <laughs> election since the World War Two. currently. <laughs> Incredible. Anyway. Yes. Uh, targeting her male fan base, the veteran of Italian's, uh, Italy's adult entertainment industry, Millie de Abiccio, has plastered images of, of her famous bottom <laughs> all, all around the Eternal City in a bid to win a seat in Rome's City Hall. If elected, she wants to create a red light area with strip clubs, erotic discos and sex shops called Love City, just <laughs> kilometres away from the Vatican. <laughs> and that's, that's just funny, isn't it? That is just funny. Well, now I could vote. <laughs> yes. On the outside, it's very, very handy for the Cardinals, isn't it? Oh! She says... Uh, bit of politics, bit of religion uh, there. Get it with me. Knock them down. Set them up, <laughs> knock them down. She says it would be something cute, clean, nothing to do with prostitution. No, oh, no. bad news, Bishop. <laughs> anyway, found out that's a real story, and that's a Reuters. That's yes. on Reuters. Yeah, the re- it, must, it must be true. Italian politics. Yeah. You gotta love it. You gotta love it. An amazing country. Sixty-two elections in about the same number of years. Mm. <laughs> well, yeah, more or less. <laughs> uh, we love them. We love them. Yes, wonderful stuff. Thank you for that, MC Scanning. There'll be one more. Hopefully, you'll get one more burst of news in before we uh, leave you this evening. Uh, but uh, now we're going to head back to the world of Mr. Lalo Schifrin, this evening's featured artist. And uh, I was, uh, when I was in London, uh, seeing Mr. Schifrin in action and also buying a few records, 
I was staying with my friend Jeff, who was actually a, he was actually a guest on the show last summer. <laughs> very very hardcore listeners may remember that single occurrence. Yes, <laughs> last summer when he was a guest he, on the he, show. He likened being on the show to going to a meeting, <laughs> which is that is the field that we go for. Yeah, we've got a whiteboard here, and our OH, overhead projectors are fully, yeah. fully warmed up. Yes, absolutely. Uh, so, but so I was staying with him, and uh, he I was saying obviously we're going to be featuring Mr. Schiffer this evening. I was asking for him to suggest some tracks that he because he's a bit of a Schifrin fan obviously as well and uh, so he was suggesting a couple and we're going to play one of them now one of his uh, favourite tracks which comes from uh, a, the, 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 I think it was a soundtrack that kicked off the 70s uh, for Schiffer and this from, comes from the film Kelly's Heroes uh, and this is a, a, a great soundtrack and uh, Jeff asked us to play uh, one of the tracks from that which is which goes by the name of Burning Bridges <laughs>
lovely stuff there that was the sound of Mr. Lalo Schifrin, a uh, track by the name of The Gentle Earthquake, which rather ties in with our earlier soothing tsunami <laughs> to some extent. <laughs> <laughs> Similar concept. Wonderful stuff. Uh, originally from uh, an album called There's a Whole Lalo Schifrin Going On, which I think you can get on CD, certainly could do for a while, whether it's in print, I'm not sure, but you can also get it on, I've got it on a compilation called Most Wanted. Uh, 1968 to 79, which we played quite a lot of tracks from over the over the years. It's a fantastic compilation of uh, mostly mostly quite rare stuff, but there's a few things on there which are, which you can get in other forms, and that's I think that's one of them. Uh, fantastic stuff. Yes, uh, this is uh, Project Moonbase on Ethan Fan 98.8. We're only here for another ooh, about 12 minutes or so. so. Oh dear, but we've still got some good stuff coming up. We have, we have got a, we've got more Schifrin, more Schifrin on the way now. Um, a CD that uh, my friend Jeff, who I was staying with in London, was kind enough to lend to me. Uh, which, because I, I, astonishingly, I don't have a copy of this. This is the Dirty Harry <laughs> soundtrack. Uh, absolutely incredible. Uh, again, as is all of Lalo Schifrin's uh, soundtrack uh, stuff. I'm going to play you now a track, which is probably the most. It's going to be the most abstract thing we play on the show tonight, and it is. It is a little bit odd, but I just think it's uh, quite an extraordinary, uh, extraordinary piece of composition, and it's quite. It's quite funky in its own slightly weird way. Uh, this is uh, this is a track which goes by the name of Scorpio's View. Absolutely, absolutely extraordinary. Absolutely extraordinary stuff. Gonzo. 
<laughs> it makes me want to shoot a big gun in the air. <laughs> Steady. And do some street justice. <laughs> maybe after we finish the show. And we're going to go out and be vigilantes after the show, yeah. <laughs> or maybe we'll just. No, we're, we're, urging, we're urging you to resist the urge to go out and be vigilantes, ladies and gentlemen. Put, put a pair of slippers on instead. It's altogether more mm-hmm. safe for the community. Uh, from 1971, uh, that was the amazing sound of. Uh, Oh, Schifrin's uh, score from uh, Dirty Harry, absolutely amazing. And uh, as I say, most a lot of, uh, certainly most of the great stuff of uh, Schifrin's is out on his own label called Aleph Records. So you can certainly get that and I think all the other Dirty Harry uh, soundtracks as well on the, the same label. Uh, right, we've only got about uh, eight, nine minutes left to go on the show, but we are going to squeeze in one last trip over to the news desk. <laughs> It, uh, it won't come as a surprise to regular listeners. Robots are scheduled to take over Japan by 2025. Japan faces a 16% drop in the size of its workforce by uh, 2030. And Think Tank, the fabulously named Machine Industry Memorial Foundation, projects that robots could fill nearly 3.5 million jobs in Japan. The bots would uh, take over all manner of tasks, from vacuuming halls to caring for the elderly, which could save Japan an estimated... 21 billion dollars since the elderly wouldn't need uh, human care workers monitoring them robotic duties could in, uh, include reading books out loud or helping bathe the elderly something for the old and infirm to look forward to then time for your sponge bath dj bongo boy <laughs> then <laughs> i will read nicholas parsons no, autobiography no, yes no, again no. again again <laughs> take that my- Bring back Parsons. Bring back my nurse. Bring back my human nurse. (laughs) Yes, the future. (laughs) Anyway, in something altogether, I don't know, I was going to say stranger, but how could... (laughs) It's fairly strange. Anyway, a Bosnian man whose uh, home has been hit an incredible five times by meteorites believes he is being targeted by aliens. Reasonable. Why not? Experts at Belgrade University have confirmed that all the rocks... Radovici, no, I don't know. Ladik, I'm sorry. Apologies to it's our Bosnian listeners. I'm really sorry. It's very hard to say that. Anyway, uh, all of the rocks that have landed uh, were me- on. Uh, he had. Oh my goodness! All of the rocks that he handed in were meteorites. They're now investigating to try and uh, find out what makes his property so attractive to space rocks. He's uh, had a steel girder put in the roof of his house. And he has his own explanation of sorts of what he thinks is going on. Quote, I am obviously being targeted by extraterrestrials. I don't know what I've done to annoy them. But there is no other explanation that makes sense. The chance of being hit by a meteorite is so small that getting hit five times has to be deliberate. I am being targeted by aliens. They're playing games with me. I don't know why they are doing this. When it rains, I cannot sleep for worrying about another strike. Poor guy. (laughs) He is. Really. But obvious. there's a much more obvious and down-to-earth um, explanation: A gang of violent teenage geologists <laughs> building his house with rocks from their collections. That's much more likely, isn't it? Quite possible. They're right, angry yeah. geologists, aren't yeah. they? They're yeah. angry. A forgotten. They're an angry gr- breed. Gang. They're an angry breed. Yeah, exactly. Thank you very much, Anthony, for this week's selection of wonderful news stories, and there'll be plenty more next on next Sunday's show. Uh, this has been uh, Project Moon Best. We are going to squeeze in one last track, which is another... No, no, make, make, make no apologies, this is another bit of Lalo Schifrin. Uh, what he's been doing in recent years, I mean, he's obviously been doing more soundtrack work, like Rush Hour 3 and stuff, but his film work's kind of moved slightly to the side. He's got more interested in doing uh, 
kind of more orchestral orchestrated uh, works uh, than the strictly kind of soundtrack works. And he's been recording since so far six albums called Jazz Meets the Symphony. And that was essentially what he was presenting in London on Thursday night when I was lucky enough to see him in action. So he does, he's doing a mixture of his own film music rearranged um, for, you know, for full orchestra. Also, but also sort of Latin classical music and also Latin kind of uh, Latin jazz and Latin pop tunes as well, arranged for sort of jazz quartet with orchestra. So we're going to go out now with a a wonderful, sumptuous uh, version of a a Latin classic called Peanut Vendor, (laughs) which we've played on the show before, but not this version. This is essentially the arrangement that we heard him play on Thursday. This comes from his most recent uh, volume, volume six of Jazz Meets the Symphony, which came out in 2005. It's called uh, Kaleidoscope, uh, and uh, it's, it's simply wonderful. So until next week, uh, from myself, DJ Bungaboy, and from MC Zirconium, good night and good luck. We wish you well.